One of the great gifts that God has given us is the gift of prayer. Most likely you pray in your home on a regular basis and your child has probably already said many prayers. But we want to take time to emphasize prayer and help your child take their understanding of prayer to a whole new level. Some people believe that prayer is making a speech to God. As a result, not knowing how to make that speech or the proper way to do it, they're hesitant to pray very much. This is a good time to teach your child that prayer is just talking to God, just like talking to someone in your family or to their best friend. It's the communication part of our relationship with God. We can talk to God about anything. When we're angry about life, we can share that with him. He can handle it. When wonderful things happen that we want to share with someone, we can turn to the one who created us and knows us inside and out. When we're confused, frightened, nervous, thrilled, and thankful, he wants us to communicate with him. As Christian parents, it's important that we pray in front of our children, just like we speak to other family members in front of our children. Most of our children are going to learn how to pray by watching and listening to us pray. They need to see that we're honest, that we're open with our prayers, and that we're praying on a regular basis. They need to see that this is a natural part of our everyday life. The resources that we've provided here for you are intended to be a continuation of what you've already begun in the life of your child. Hopefully, it will help lead you and your child to that next level of understanding what prayer is and the role it plays in deepening our relationship with our Heavenly Father. The most important gift we can give our kids is prayer. So I'm thrilled to nudge you along this pathway, this faith pathway, in what really may be a, a guardrail all the way along the pathway, which is prayer. Because you can start praying for your kids before they're born, while they're in the womb. And many of you do, I know. And you, you speak prayers and blessings over them from the womb to the time they're born, to the time they leave your house, when they graduate high school at 18, and then on. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever listened to how we pray? Have you ever prayed those, oh God, just get me through the day prayers when it comes to parenting, or really when it comes to anything, including marriage and other relationships in your world? But seriously, have you thought about the way we let God off the hook when it comes to praying for our kids? Lord, help us just not to ground them until they're 60. Help her not to get pregnant while she's in high school. It's kind of these survival kind of prayers. I'd like to teach you about what I call pinpoint praying. Uh, pinpoint praying is the kind of praying Jesus modeled in the Lord's Prayer. It's, uh, it's two things. It's biblical and it's specific. Biblical praying is what Jesus did when he prayed the Old Testament. Every petition in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our sins, deliver us from evil, all has Old Testament roots. It was also very specific. Uh, there's nothing vague or God bless Suish in the Lord's Prayer. It's very much in a specific realm. Daily bread is very biblical and very specific. So if you'll start praying that way for your kids and with your kids, very biblical prayers, and very specific prayers, I think you'll see their lives transformed before your eyes. You'll give them a sense that prayer matters and that they matter. You'll build a foundation of them hearing scripture prayed over them because there's no better prayer script in the world 
than the Bible. Why do you try to think of things to say to God when he's giving you a prayer script? The word of God. I mean, the win for your children in hearing you pray is off the charts. Open your Bibles and look at Psalm 119. 176 verses in Psalm 119 and 153 of them deal specifically with the word of God. It's the longest chapter in the longest book of the Bible and the topic of the longest chapter in the longest book of the Bible is God's word, the Bible. You read through Psalm 119, you're gonna hear things like, um, I hide your word in my heart so I won't sin against you. Or how can I keep my way pure by living according to your word, et cetera, et cetera. All that is is a bunch of promises you can pray for your kids. So open to Psalm 119, just start there and start reading. And every time you see a verse of scripture that describes what you want to be true about your kid, put their initials next to it. You ought to see my Bible, it's loaded with initials for my daughters and my son, and for my marriage, and for my church, and for my city, etc. Is I'll see a piece of scripture that's perfect. Yes, God, I want my son uh, to set his eyes on no vile things, as your scriptures teach. I write his name down and I pray that every time I see that verse of scripture for my kid. That's how you start. And that's just one chapter. You'll find at least 100 prayer promises in Psalm 119. That's just one chapter of the Bible. You've got a whole book to work with. And then pray with them. Um, there's something blessed about a child who the last thing they hear every night is the sound of their parents praying over them. A kid who goes to sleep every night having heard the last word be amen is a blessed kid. And he or she is going to grow up to love Jesus. Pray over your child and have them hear you say that they'll, Lord, I pray that my child will love your word, will love prayer, will hate sin, will seek your kingdom, will be Jesus-centered and Jesus-focused. So I'm absolutely thrilled that you've taken time to look into prayer because I think the best parenting tool God's given you, without question, is prayer. It's the best counselor for how to raise a kid because it'll download God's wisdom to you. Um, it's the best equipper for when you don't know what to do. God will give you instantaneous access to all of his kingdom and all of his wisdom through prayer. And it's a great way to teach values just by letting kids see you pray and hear you pray. I remember being tucked in every night by either my mom or my dad. I guess they might have rotated through, but um, they coming in and they, they'd pray with me. And even if I didn't understand what they were saying or whatever, just I, I knew it was something that they were doing, something important. And, and, um, and then as I got older, I started realizing, man, we're, we're talking to the God of the universe right now. I can remember coming home many a days and just, uh, it was late at night or it was after a football game or it was after practice. And to see her when I walked in on her knees praying, set the standard for me. My brother and I rolled out of bed, we had bunk beds and even through high school and we rolled out of bed and that was what we did. We fell asleep sometimes, but we knew that that was the first thing we should have done before we ate, before we brushed our teeth, before we even went to the bathroom, that was a standard in our home. And she set that for us. Had I not seen that, I wouldn't have thought that to be the norm. And, and it, it has become the norm even now. We have worked really hard on teaching our boys about not saying the same prayer over and over and over. I do believe some prayer aspect of prayer is discipline, and I think that it's important to have a pattern to that. But one thing we've asked the boys is, what can we pray about today? Maybe that's special friends that came for dinner or um, someone who's sick, maybe that we've found out about that day, and trying to teach them to think about 
the current time and um, how we can thank God for the blessings of that day and um, ask for his help for things that we're facing that day. And that's been something we've really been focusing on. But we used to have uh, girl talk and boy talk before we would have our bedtime prayer time and then going to bed. And we would have that time alone with them where they could just talk about anything that they wanted to talk about. It wasn't a time that we that we talked to them or gave instruction or anything like that. Um, but they had uh, a time to just, I guess, in adult terms would be vent. And in that with prayer, because they've shared with you what's on their mind and you can pray specifically for them. Primarily for us, I guess, ritual times, we do that as uh, around meals and then morning before we try, anytime we're gonna separate, we're gonna go separate ways. Um, we've just developed the habit of trying to uh, hug if we can and say a quick prayer. So uh, we try to rotate it. We, we always keep everybody on their toes. Nobody mm -hmm. ever knows who's going to pray um, at our house. And Even the guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> including their friends. And, and that's <laughs> always fun because um, we've all got something we need to talk to God about. We always had our certain prayer we would say when we got in the car. Go with Jesus on the way. And so whenever we would leave to go somewhere, Carrie would like stop the car in the front of the house and he'd kind of look at me and I'd start with my traditional, <laughs> go with Jesus on the way, happy in his keeping. And, and then it was like we all started to say that. So, then we'd say a little personal prayer after. Right. After we did the angels around the car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Front and back on either side of the car. Yeah. <laughs> every day at two o'clock, my watch goes off, and I'm telling you, almost every day when it goes off, I'm somewhere doing something, and I look down and why is my watch going off? And then all of a sudden, I remember it's two o'clock. It's time to pray for your family. And so that little simple thing has been a great help for me to remember every day to pray for my family. One of my favorite things we do as a family is we have Monday night prayer night. And so after dinner on Monday nights, we have a little dry erase board with columns for each family member and then an extra column for other. And so we sit at the table and we talk about what we can be praying for for each other during the week. And so each person gets to go around and talk about what they need prayer for. And it's this amazing time of really just connecting heart to heart on what's going on with each of us and we write it on the board and then daddy leads us in prayer for the whole family and then we hang that board on the refrigerator and so as we go about the week we periodically will point it out and stop and pray you know as far as unique ways that we pray um, we will sit down for dinner and sometimes it's um, everybody may pray before dinner starts um, that you know we'll maybe ask Kai to pray and then Case jumps up and says but I want to pray too and so we all go around the room and pray and just tell, tell God what we're thankful for um, and, and it, probably some of my favorite times um, are those bedtime prayers um, when we're all just kind of laying around in their room um, and we all just talk about what a fun day and, and how much God's blessed us and all the different fun things that we did um, and then we'll each just take a turn uh, again just thanking God for those things. We've been very intentional since the birth of all four of the girls to do prayers um, every night. And so they typically will be up in their bedrooms and will be kneeling near their bed. And sometimes it's D and I together or we'll rotate through each one of the girls' bedrooms and take our time. Um, as they get older, we spend time probably just laying in bed next to them and just talking about life and sort of what we do, what they're doing in life and specific prayers. And sometimes it could take, you know, 20 minutes, you know, of the older two just to sit and relax and talk about everything and work through issues and prayers that they might need. If I'm on the road, um, or D's on the road or traveling, um, I'll call them. I mean, I have stepped out of, 
high-profile high meetings at some of the nicest restaurants in the world and stood out near the bathroom or something where I could get a, a spot that's quiet and to call the girls. I tell you, it's become a real testimony, I think, for me um, when I'm at business meetings and people start knowing that I'm going to do it. But then people like that don't know me, like, well, what did you just go do? I said, well, I pray with my daughters every single night. And they're like, well, really? And then it gets into a testimony and how we raise our kids. And it's, it's created some incredible conversation just for me stepping away from the table for a prayer time. One of the things that was a challenge for me, especially when I've been out of town, is I'll have friends go, really? You're calling your kids to pray? And I'm like, absolutely, I am calling my kids to pray because mm -hmm. it's that important to us to stress that prayer um, for each other is, is what God intends. And because we ask them, what can we pray to you about? And, you know, the youngest Lily mm -hmm. has a little routine that she prays consistently every night. Emmy likes short prayers, and Abby and Maddie at this age tend to have more specific things that we pray about. But we always ask, how can we pray for you? And it's got them in the habit of asking Daddy and I, how can we pray for you? And they incorporate that in their prayers. And past um, January when I went to Ghana, Maddie, our 13-year-old, had put together an envelope for me. And, and just the history of that is that when Brian's gone out of the country or out of town or I've gone out of town, we've made these envelopes and notes for them that kind of just said a prayer or what we would be doing that day. And just so they felt still connected, whether we were thousands of miles away or, or, or you know, a few hundred. But Maddie had made my um, envelopes. And every day she had a scripture that she wrote out and, and searched out herself. And um, so every day I knew what was going on with them and a scripture that they were praying for me. So she mimicked something that we had done um, for them. And so that was a huge moment of, you know, she gets it. Yeah. She gets it. When Reese was little and we played a lot of baseball in the summer and we play tournaments um, and spend you know, long days out there but before every game Reese and I would I coaching and but he'd come out of the dugout and we'd walk down the whatever baseline it was along the fence and we'd just say a prayer for you know for the game just for uh, play hard no injury but just play like a warrior and, and, and get after it and be a leader and, a, and be an example for the other kids on the team and uh, and we did that for every game and if I would forget he would come out of the dugout and he would grab my arm he'd say come on let's go oh yeah okay we'd go down and pray and so he was always very good at that Charlie every time I would let him out of the car before a football game each day he would come back and say okay pray for me before we go so we'd say a prayer before we got out of the truck and uh, to the point of as she said he played football in college and uh as we'd go watch a game or before a game, part of his routine, sitting in the locker room, he'd pick up his cell phone and call me, say, hey, Dad, pray for me. So it's been a very, I think, important thing. I know all the prayers aren't that great. <laughs> you know, we're tired sometimes, but I think it's, fortunately, it's not up to me, you know, how God takes those prayers and uses them. I say that every time that we're, we're able to go in on there, like flop down on their bed or whatever, we always go. They end in prayer and it's, 
or every morning my mom comes into my room and asks me how she can pray for me, but it's it's always like an intentional thing, and I, sometimes I'm like, I kind of groan because I know a really long prayer is coming up, but it's it's very, <laughs> it's too. intentional, and it is, they, they, and just ask God to bless us and work in areas of our lives that we, and it just shows how much they want to invest in our spiritual lives and just in us, so. I, I don't know that we ever sat down as a couple and said, let's teach our children to be prayers. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what would that look like if we were to do that? But just in modeling it and, and including them in on our prayers and praying blessings over them and texting prayers to them or, or things that it was, I guess, kind of caught.